Hey, Bridget, what you doing on your pewter? Oh, I'm very busy right now. I'm doing this thing a bunch of our listeners like to do in the podcast comment section for our show. It's called Spot the Difference. Hmm, how does it work? Well, there's a bunch of the same emojis in a row, except one is a little bit different. So you have to look at them and spot the difference. Sounds fun. Can I watch you play? Shh, I'm trying to spot the difference here. Rainbow, 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 rainbow. Smiley face, rainbow, rainbow. Wait a minute. The smiley face is different. You did it. You spotted the difference. I did. Wow, what a rush. Can I, oh, wait, 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 can I try one? Okay, let me see. Ice cream, 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 poop, ice cream, ice cream. Hey, that poop isn't ice cream. You spotted the difference. <laughs> Let's keep playing. This is my favorite game ever. This is never going to get old. Let's do another. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. <laughs> Ice cream, ice cream, poop, ice cream, ice cream. No difference yet. Okay, uh, welcome back to Million Bazillion. I'm Ryan. I'm Bridget, and we help dollars make more sense. This episode is our final episode of the season. It has been a total blast. I think we're almost ready to take a little rest. Speaking of which, I need to rest my eyes from Spot the Difference. Can we hear today's question? Hi, my name is Maddox, and I'm from Michigan. And my question is, when you put money in a claw machine, where does it go? What made me think of this is when I put money in a claw machine, it just zips away. But what happens to it? Thank you. Wow, this is a fun question. Listeners, you've probably seen a claw machine in an arcade or a restaurant or a gas station. It's a big box, glass on all sides, filled with toys. You pay a quarter or two. Or $5 worth for a chance to use a joystick controller to grab at one of the prizes with the claw. And as a kid, I always wanted to play the claw machine, but almost never got the quarters to play it. And I think I've developed a little obsession with the claw machine. I even dream about it sometimes. So what do you think the answer to this question is? What happens to those quarters when they go in? I don't know. I'm guessing a series of tiny quarter roller coasters that like zip the quarters all around the bottom of the machine until they land with their little quarter brothers and sisters in an enormous pile, fiercely protected by their half dollar mama. What about you? I'm guessing lasers are somehow involved. Oh, good one. Totally, yeah. Um, So what do you think? Should we go find a claw machine we can open up and get something good to share with Maddox? It's tough work, but somebody's got to do it right after this. And now it's time for asking random kids not-so-random questions. Today's question is... Whose picture would you put on our money? If I got to put any picture on a bill, I would probably put a picture of my dog on a $1 bill. I would put Albert Einstein on our money. Luke, Bailey, Ginsburg, Eliza Hamilton. All the recorders of Million Bazillion, which is Bridget, Ryan, and Jet that retired. Like guinea pigs. I would put my parents on money. I would put my mom on the $100 bill, my dad on the $50 bill, and my two brothers on the $20 bill. That was Aria in Virginia, Perry in Indiana, Manor in Seattle, Ada in Georgia, Parker in Chicago, and Ada, Zara, and Ajay in Kansas. This has been asking random kids not-so-random questions. 
And we're back. Today on Million Bazillion, we're answering Maddox's question, when you put money in a claw machine, where does it go? That's right, Ryan. So we've come to the source, or one of the sources. Yes, here in sun-drenched Glendale, California, there is a special place, some say a magical place, stacked to the brim with video games. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see this place. Let's go inside. Wow. Okay, it's filled with so many cool arcade game machines. Some of them look really old. I mean, uh, vintage. Pinball machines as far as the eye can see. I remember these from when I was a kid. We're talking Jurassic Park. We're talking Johnny Mnemonic. And yes, even claw machines. This is something most people never get to see in their lifetime. Who runs this place? Hi, I'm Gene Lewin. I'm the owner of Vintage Arcade Superstore in Glendale, California. Oh, cool. Okay, well, thanks for showing us around, Gene. So what is this big yellow box-shaped machine that we're standing in front of? It's a toy taxi claw machine. You put in the money, move the claw around, try to win a toy. Wow, I think we might be able to take a peek inside this machine if we ask nicely. You do it. I'm too nervous. Gene, could we maybe take a look inside this guy, please? Okay. Gene is using a key from his big key ring to unlock the panel with the coin slot and swinging it open so we can see what exactly is on the other side of that coin slot. Ryan, what are you doing? I'm setting the scene, public radio style, for our listeners. Oh, cool. Okay, go ahead. Inside here is a coin mechanism. So in this particular style, we call this a roll-down coin mech. The quarter, I can actually put it in there. There it'll come out the bottom. The coin does appear to roll down a little slide of sorts. So as it goes through here, it trips us a micro switch, and that's what tells the computer a coin went through. And then what happens to the coin? It goes down here. Gene is unlocking a previously unnoticed panel near the bottom of the machine. Okay, Ryan, this is it. Down here is the coin box. Oh, it's just, it's just a little box. Like, it's not that fancy. No, it's not. It just drops into there. Huh. You know, these machines are so fun and colorful on the outside, and you're telling me the coins just drop into a little plastic container smaller than a shoebox? What else is inside this thing? The rest of the machine is a computer circuit board, and that's what makes the, the display light up. And then there's motors that... Um, make the claw move both directions as different motors, and then there's a third motor that drops the claw. Well, all right, Maddox, we answered your question. You put the coin through the slot, it takes a short slide down into a bucket waiting just below, and that's all. For this episode of Million Bazillion, brought to you by Marketplace. No, come on. I've been curious about these machines my whole life, and here we are in a place we may never be again, surrounded by arcade games. There's so much more to ask. Like, um, okay, how does the machine um, keep people from being able to use fake money? Oh, right, right. Gene, what else should we ask you about these machines and how they work? How do they know if you try to use a fake coin? Some of these coin mechanisms are electronic, and they have a coin stuck in there, and it, it compares your coin to the one that's in the, in the holder. Oh, tell me more about that. So the coin slot is comparing the coin I put in with a real genuine coin to make sure that they match? Right. This one only goes by size and weight but the electronic ones will actually compare the coin. So a lot of claw machines have a coin comparator. This one has a cradle that measures it 
the weight of it. Right. So the coin has to be the exact weight that the machine is expecting. And if it's off by any amount, the machine's going to flag it as this is fake. It has a magnet that if it's a slug or a Canadian quarter, it sticks to the magnet. Because the coins are magnetic? I guess I don't quite get how that helps. Canadian quarters are magnetic. American ones are not. They actually have a slight amount of magnetic content. So you can actually adjust the, the distance of the magnet and it'll affect how the coin works. I did not know that. All right. That's super cool. Uh, but it makes sense. At an arcade, there's no person checking your money before you put it in the machine, so they got to check for counterfeits somehow. Ooh, look, it's Elton John pinball. And I love to play me around a two-a-pinball from the day that I would roll. Uh, what kind of game is your favorite, Gene? Bow and Arrow is my favorite electromechanical pinball, but they made like 15 engineering prototypes of a digital version just to see what they could do. What is it about pinball machines and just arcade games in general that you think is so fun like you 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 go and you spend an afternoon you don't just play one time right you kind of like zone out and just focus on that and you like forget about all your worries okay so ryan i know the inside of the claw machine was a bit simpler than we imagined i'd certainly say so the claw machine just lets the coin fall down into a box Right, right. Yeah, it's not as exciting as I thought it would be. Uh, But the whole fun part of a claw machine, like Gene said, is playing it, right? And I think to truly answer Maddox's question, I think we actually need to play one of these claw machines. Seems weird not to, right? Yeah, that's fair. Ryan, do you have a quarter I can borrow in your fanny pack? Mm, Yes, then give me a second. Uh, Yep, uh, here you go. All right, I'm eating right at that stuffy. Time to go in for the grab. I got it. Okay, now all I gotta do is bring it over to the prize chute and... Oh, I lost it. Oh, no worries. We have another quarter. You can try again. Hey, Gene, what am I doing wrong here? What do the best claw machine players do to win at this game? They look for a toy that's, like, not buried beneath other toys, so it's easier to grab. And then they kind of figure out a position, maybe a little bit off to the side to drop it down. And a lot of it's practice. You learn a technique after you play it a lot. Okay, sure. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Slow but steady. Grab that stuffy. I'm so close. Oh, I lost it again at the last second. Okay. Slow but steady. Lower down. Grab the stuffy. Bring it back up. I'm so close. Lost it at the last second. Again. Ryan, can I borrow another quarter? Uh, sure. I got a feeling we might be here for a long time. Uh, How about we take a little break and learn more about claw machines, how they work? Oh, lost again. I need one more quarter, please. Hmm, Bridget, you seem very interested in this. Just a few more minutes. Anyway, okay, we'll be back with more answers right after this little break. Welcome back, everyone. Bridget and I are answering Maddox's question about claw machines and how they work. We've figured out that the money just sort of falls into a little box right beneath the little coin slot, and now Bridget's trying to win big at the claw machine after she got some tips on how to get good at it. And, ugh, the claw dropped my stuffy again. It's the one of Jay Powell riding a unicorn. I really want that one. Do you have another quarter? 
I'm out, luckily, at this point. Uh, we've moved on to an arcade where we can get some change and some food. Everyone's favorite, Bobo's Pizza. It's a pizza parlor and an arcade game paradise. And there's an animatronic band made of human-sized rodents that perform every 35 minutes. It's great. Welcome to Bobo's Pizza, where skee-ball is free on Wednesdays. What can I get you? Uh, nothing for now, thanks. Uh, my friend here is just trying to win the claw machine. Uh, if that's the case... You better order some food. You're going to be here a long time. Uh, really, we're fine. Thank you. Ugh, don't say I didn't warn you. Ugh, I lost again. That time it was like the claw just gave up and let go at the very end. No, 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 it's my fault. It was probably my lack of skill. This is so frustrating. I guess I have no choice but to train as hard as possible to get better and increase my chances of winning at the claw machine. Wow, this sounds like a great opportunity for a time-spanning training montage. And weeks go by on the claw machine. Bridget's training harder than you've ever seen. Bridget's gonna claw that stuff in. Not again. Bridget's gonna win that stuff in now. Okay, after weeks of training, I must have gotten better at this claw machine. Time to try again. Let's do this. All right, take it slow. Take it slow. Okay, so far so good. I got the j Powell riding a unicorn stuffy in the jaws of the claw. I just need to... Ugh! The claw dropped it again! Why? Seems like no matter how hard I train to win the claw machine, my chances of winning are exactly the same. Well, Bridget, while you were training at getting better at the claw machine for these last few weeks, I was doing my own research into how claw machines work. It turns out there's a very good reason why you're not winning, even after a lot of training. I need a square stance when I'm at the machine. More wrist strength. Maybe I need another three inches of height, but they took my apple box. No, no, no. It turns out there are all sorts of ways to adjust claw machines to make them easier or harder to play. Well, I figured that, but that's where all my training comes in. I should be so good by now, I can beat the machine. But it's way more involved than you'd even guess. Uh, Before I explain, let's order some food. We haven't eaten in four weeks. Uh, Excuse me, ma'am, can we order a small cheese pizza? Uh, Don't call me ma'am. I'm 17. It's going to take an hour. But we're starving. Why so long? There's a rush now. There wasn't a rush before your little training montage. Shall listen to me. Okay, well, anyway, the owners of claw machines sometimes have more control over whether you win or not than you might think. But, Ryan, I have seen people win at the claw machine before. I know it can be done. And I'm going to do it, too. Well, people have to win sometimes. Otherwise, word would get around that the machine just eats people's money. But the prizes in claw machines are usually only worth a couple of bucks. How many quarters have you spent playing today alone? A mere $45 in coins. But hey, I thought if I just practiced enough, I could get good at the claw machine. Like, you can do with anything, right? Chess, tennis, spot the difference. And you're saying it's just luck? Or, I don't know, a computer algorithm? No, because the claw itself can be designed to loosen its grip halfway through the grab. You could practice for like a million years and still only win a few times. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think so. That I can still master the claw machine? No, I don't think anyone can master it. Didn't you hear me explain it all? That machine can be adjusted, and it doesn't work the way you think it does. 
What makes you think you're such an expert on claw machines? Because you read a few articles or something? And since when do you do any of the research on this show? You were in a claw machine trance. At least one of us has to be responsible per episode. Hey, everybody. We're Bubbles Banjo Band. Is anyone here celebrating a birthday today? No one. It's no one's birthday today. It's just me and Bridget here. We don't need a song right now. Thank you, though. Okay. We'll be back in 35 minutes. Did you just put another coin in? No, this is still my turn from earlier. Oh my gosh. You know what I think? I think you're actually stuck in a compulsion loop. A compulsion claw? What? No, a compulsion loop. A claw pulsion loop. No! A compulsion loop. It's something that happens inside your brain when you do the same thing over and over, but sometimes you get a little reward. Like, you keep playing the claw machine and sometimes you get a prize. Here, uh, to illustrate... We need to take a trip inside the mind. Whoa, what is this place? It's the inside of your own brain right now while you're playing the claw machine. As you can see, we're strapped into a roller coaster. Thank you for riding the compulsion loop. Do you want to go around again? Wait, uh, you're from the pizza place, right? Uh, You work here too? Uh, yeah. I need to pay off my Elantra, okay? Do you want to go around again? Yes, I want to go around again, please. Keep your eyes inside of the car at all times. Oh, here we go again. Psychologists call this a compulsion loop. Here's how it works. You get excited to do a certain activity because you're thinking about the potential for winning some reward at the end. Your brain is so excited about the chance to win, it keeps doing the same thing over and over again, even when you're not winning, over and over again. Wow, okay, when I look at all this through the prism of my psyche, I don't even know why I like playing the claw machine. Most of the time, I'm actually losing. It's kind of hard and boring. I did it, I did it, I did it, right, did you see that? I just grabbed the Jay Paolo riding the unicorn stuffy in the claw machine. Oh boy, here we go. Yes, I gotta keep playing. Maybe I'll win again. Maybe not this loop, but the loop after that or the loop after that. Wait, 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 hold a second. Bridget, you see what's happening here? You were about to stop playing, but then you got the little reward, and now you're back at it. Your brain is feeling excited about the win and the chance to win again. But you're probably not going to win this next time or the time after that. But if I keep losing, won't I just break out of the loop? Not necessarily. This type of mental loop works best when it gives a reward only some of the time. Never losing can be just as boring as never winning. It's the possibility of winning sometimes that keeps you interested. Keep your arms inside the car at all times. This feels sort of familiar. Where else have I felt this? These kind of compulsion loops are all over the place. You can get into a loop like this playing a video game, especially playing any game where a loot box is given out. A loot box? Who would want a box of ancient stringed instruments? No, L-O-O-T, like treasure, loot. It's a type of virtual prize in video games. You open them and sometimes there's really cool stuff and sometimes it's just junk. And you never know which kind of box you're going to get, so that makes you want to keep opening more and more of them. Interesting. I might have to check out some loot boxes after we break free of this brain loop. Please don't. People also get into this kind of cycle scrolling through social media, hoping to see cool posts or hoping for likes on their own posts. Each time we get a like, it triggers a happy feeling in our brain so we can get stuck going back to it again and again. It's one of the reasons some people have a hard time ever looking away from their phone. Uh, no big drop that time. Okay, let's go again. Thanks for riding the compulsion loop. Again. You lost this time, but do you want to go again? Um, yes, and are there any loot boxes on this loop? 
Not on this ride. Keep your arms inside the car at all times. When people play a pinball or claw machine spending a quarter at a time, they usually stop when they run out of quarters. But if you're compulsively playing a machine with higher dollar stakes like a slot machine, you can lose a lot of money. In fact, those machines are especially designed to keep you spending money without you realizing it. And when it gets real bad, the only thing that can break you out of your loop is going broke. This is one of the reasons slot machines are illegal in a lot of places. Thank you for riding the compulsion loop. Do you want to go again? Yes, please. Bridget. Just one more loop. I got a good feeling this time. Bridget, you just have to stop. But I'd hate to quit right before I win big. You're not going to win big next time. Well, let's see about that. Just one or two or maybe ten more loops. Ugh, whatever. Can you two just make up your mind? Bridget, that's it. I'm taking the quarters away, okay? Snap out of it. We got a podcast to finish. And also, we need to check on our pizza. We haven't eaten in four weeks. Oh, yeah. Didn't notice. Sorry about that. And now it's time for asking random kids not-so-random questions. Sometimes you have an amazing idea for a random question. Let's hear one. My name's Asher, and I was wondering, if money's just a piece of paper, why is it so exciting to get? Money is so exciting to get because you can buy stuff with it. Because we know that we can spend it you know, on fun things like toys and food. It's worth something, and it is very hard to make. It's not just any old piece of paper. It's a special piece of paper that is made out of cotton and linen, and it's green, and it has really cool pictures on it. I would say because you can buy stuff with it. Every time you buy something, cash or card, money gets you that thing. That's why it's so exciting to get. That was Ada in Kansas, Aria in Virginia, Perry in Indiana, and Coralie and James in California. This has been Asking Random Kids Not-So-Random Questions. Welcome back to Million Bazillion. We're back, finishing up this answer to Maddox's question about what happens to your quarter when you put it inside of a claw machine. And we're sitting as far away as you can get from the claw machine at Bobo's Pizza because... Yeah, I needed a little break. But I do like this stuffy of Jay Powell riding a unicorn that I won. In the end, I think it was worth the $86 it took me to win it. Was it, though? Uh, I mean, it's a little disappointing that now I see it up close. It definitely looks more like Albert Einstein riding a burrow. Nothing against Einstein, just not our show, you know? Okay, but at the very least, we answered Maddox's question. Turns out when you put a quarter inside a claw machine, it just kind of drops into a little box inside the machine. There's a lot of other cool technology inside that machine, though, to be fair. Some of that technology can be used to make it harder than you think to win, no matter how good, or in my case, great you are. But arcade games, from pinball to claw machines, can be a whole lot of fun, just with anything. Too much of a good thing is sometimes not a good thing anymore. Don't play any game expecting to win back money or to win a prize worth more than the money you've put in. As far as financial decisions go, that one almost never makes sense. That's good. I see what you did there. You brought back the sense thing. Good. Uh, to be honest, I'm not that big of a pun guy, but I like the sense sense one that we do. Surprise! Oh! Wow, a surprise gathering of everyone who helped us make the show this season. Is this an intervention? I don't need an intervention, Ryan. I broke the compulsion loop. No, we just heard you two were here at Bobo's Pizza and thought... 
Hey, why not throw a big season finale party? Oh, that's so nice, Courtney. And look, it's Marissa and Nilu. Hey, we were kind of worried about you. You've been gone a really long time. And Jasmine and Francesca. Have you two been inside this arcade for four whole weeks? Maybe. Yeah, about that. We might have to start putting a time limit on how long you can research these episodes. And Chris and Becca, who helped us record and edit and mix the show. How'd you like how it sounded inside your own mind? Got any notes? Yeah, it says brain loop here in the script, and I don't know what that should sound like. So I sort of guessed. You all did a great job. A lot of people contribute to making a show like this, and we are so happy that you could come out here to send us off on a season finale. This is ready for Brian. Brian. Pizza's ready. Brian. Ooh, pizza's ready. Uh, That's me. Uh, She just got my name wrong. Uh, Sorry, I ordered a small. I didn't expect this big of a group, but let's see. Uh, One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Ah, whatever. I think we can all have one slice. Who wants pizza? Uh, Me. Yeah, Yeah, pizza. We do. Yeah, okay, we all do. Hey, everybody. We're Bobo's Banjo Band. Is anyone out there celebrating a season finale today? Celebrating? Yes. Yes. We're doing one. Yeah, us. How did Bobo know? Well, here's a song just for you. Happy season finale to the million bazillion crew. Bobo's robot band has just the song for you. Yeah! All right, that's it for this episode of Million Bazillion. Thanks for listening to the show. If you want to keep the conversation about claw machines going at home, check out our tip sheet for this episode. We've got a link to that in our show notes. We'll be back next season to answer more questions. So if you have a question or an idea for a show, send it to us at our website, marketplace.org million. And while you're at our website, sign up for the Million Bazillion newsletter. You'll be the first to hear when we've got a new season. Special thanks to Gene Lewin at Vintage Arcades for his help in answering this question. He opened up a lot of claw and pinball machines for us. Million Bazillion is brought to you by Marketplace from American Public Media. This episode was written and hosted by Ryan Perez and Bridget Botner. This episode was also voiced by Kimberly Adams, Anne Riemann, and Becca Weinman. Jasmine Romero is our editor. Courtney Bergseeker is our producer. Nilu Shabandi is our intern. Our sound designers are Chris Julin and Becca Weinman. Becca Weinman mixed this episode. Our theme music was created by Wonderly. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcasts at Marketplace. Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital at Marketplace. Neil Scarborough is the VP and general manager. Million Bazillion is funded in part by the Cy Sims Foundation, partnering with organizations and people working for a better and more just future since 1985. And special thanks to the Renzetta Family Charitable Fund and NextGen Personal Finance for providing the startup funding for this podcast and continuing to support Marketplace in our work to make younger audiences smarter about the economy. If Million Bazillion is helping your family have important conversations about money, consider making a one-time donation today at marketplace.org slash give million. And thanks for your support.